What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my boy, the one, the only, the Wolf Da Silva. You're getting better at that, bro. That was good. <laughs> See, that's a Bruce Buffer type fucking level introduction right there. I like that. That was, Bruh, that was a good one. Last time I gave one. you an introduction, you just talked shit. So I'm like trying to get better. <laughs> I'm like, I, last week, I don't know if you guys remember the podcast last week, but I give homie this like super sick introduction. He's like, that was shitty. Okay, come on. It's super sick. It's a little bit of an exaggeration. It was like, it was, it was decent. It could have been better. Today was great. Today that's- is like super sick. Last <laughs> week was like. I'm going to put significantly, okay, guys, remember this podcast because the next week's episode, the intro is going to be like, I'm going to be very meek with your intro, all right? So, yeah. <laughs> Cole, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you guys that we're giving away $1,000 cash yep. on the podcast. So if you want to be entered into $1,000 cash, all you got to do right now is screenshot this podcast episode, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at bmarkfit. Let me know that you're an online trainer tuning in and you're automatically entered into $1,000 cash. We've given this away literally four times. I've given out $4,000 just to people for tuning into the podcast. So this is just my way of expressing gratitude to the people that are listening to the podcast. So if you want to win some money, share this stuff. All right. So how many of us have ever been frustrated with getting on our sales calls? Right. How many of us have ever gotten frustrated? Like maybe we're getting on sales calls with potential prospects. We're posting our content, we're booking calls. But when we get on a call with a potential prospect, it's almost like sometimes we get in these habits where we get like back to back to back no's, right? Uh, and we feel like, you know, everyone's got an objection. And I know Cole hears this all the time with Savage Sales. It's like, you know, nobody's purchasing right now and everybody has an excuse and it's COVID so nobody has money. And a lot, I think a lot of people feel like they're just not cut out for sales. What do you think, Cole? A hundred percent. This is something that we see like on a daily basis and we've actually struggled with it as well. Like I remember, I don't want to give too much away because I, I do want to expand on a little bit more, but I still remember when I was first getting into fucking sales, I was miserable at sales. I had no idea what I was doing. It was funny because we were actually doing like a campaign at the time. And uh, can we tell that story? I feel like people get value from that story, Which right? The, we did a campaign at the time. It was when we were first kind of dabbling with ads and we had people with ads coming in and Brian would fucking utilize his team to kind of expand the aesthetic nation. And when I would try to sell, it would be no, 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 no. And Brian would be like, okay, you're not getting any more leads. I'm just going to do all of it. I'm just going to do all of it because we've definitely been there. We've experienced it hundred percent. I actually, I, dude, I forgot about that. Okay. you forget about that? Yeah. I was like, I was like, what are you giving away, bro? I'm like, you're like, are you cool? I'm like, I don't know if I'm cool. You sharing it. I don't know what you're going to talk about. Well, good enough. It's a fucking funny story. So we gave it away. Well, no, because I actually remember that. So when Cole first started Aesthetic Nation, like if you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, you know that Cole runs Savage Sales and he's helping you guys all grow your sales skills. Cole actually started out not good at sales. Yeah. We had these ads that were running where people would book phone calls or they would like apply for our program and we book a call. I'm like, I could close one of like, I would say one in every three calls I closed. And Cole's like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I closed like maybe one in five. Yeah. So eventually I was like, I'll just take all the calls, bro, and I'll sell them for us. So we know what it's like to not be good at sales. And today we're going to talk about the top four reasons that prospects won't purchase from you. In this episode, we do really want to give you guys a lot of clarity because if you guys understand what we're going to talk about in this podcast episode, it's going to be easier for you guys to get better with each and every single call. And I think that's the goal, right? Like, obviously for me, it's like, if I'm getting on a call with a prospect, I either want to enroll a new client or I want to learn a valuable lesson that will help me enroll more clients, 
right? It's going to be easier for you guys to enroll clients in your program over time because you're getting better at sales and your closing percentage will go up. Now, out of curiosity, for those of you guys that are tuning in, if you're actually listening live, I want you to let me know. And if you're tuning in the podcast, I want you to think about this number of the last five calls that you've booked with clients. How many of those have you sold? Of this the is last an important number. Yeah. By the way, of this the is a very important number. Calls, think about that. Yeah. The last five calls. I want you to think about this for a second. How many have you sold? How last five calls, how many of you sold? Now, the reason this is important is if we can get ourselves to the point, your guys' closing percentage should be 50% or higher. Yep. 50% or higher. And if it's not 50% or higher, that doesn't mean that you're bad at sales, but that does mean that you're going to have to work on your sales skills. Because let's talk about sales, you guys. And it's okay if you've closed zero out of five. It's okay if you've closed one. It's okay if you've closed two. That's okay. And I'll tell you why, because sales is a learnable skill. In my opinion, sales is a learnable skill. Cole, in your opinion, do you think that sales is a skill that you either have or you don't? So for those people that maybe answered one or zero, do you think those people are just like doomed and they're not going to be- No, not at all. Can I contradict you for a minute though? Like kind of like go against what you're saying though, because I feel like people need to hear this. Like, and this is my view. If you have a number right now, if you thought of that five and you had zero and five, it means you suck at sales. But- all right. And that's my opinion. Brian says you don't, I say you do, but this whole thing comes back to the same point because we're going down the same path right now. It's fucking fine because you can learn. Yes. That's, sales is one of the most like easy things to learn because as long as you're willing to like put your neck out there a little bit and fail continuously, it's, you're going to learn a lesson every single fucking time. And you're going to start to be able to recognize the things you're fucking up on very quickly. Dude, but here's the problem, right? So for those of you guys that answered zero to five, or one out of five, or maybe you're thinking about this right now, how many of you guys are super discouraged or even a little bit discouraged about that number? Probably a lot. You're like, man, like I only close zero to five or like I only close one out of five. And see, the thing is, even for those of you guys that are on a hot streak, so there's some of you guys that are like, I closed the last five out of five, like I'm a rock star. And like, we all get hot streaks. <laughs> oh, I just closed five out of five. <laughs> like all of us get hot streaks and eventually the hot streak ends. And the key to success, and this is with every skill, you guys, not just sales, is to not get discouraged. Because most people get frustrated after a series of no's. They're like, man, this is like, this sucks. Like nobody's buying, this isn't working, et cetera, et cetera. So most people get discouraged. And as a result, they don't learn. And so the key to success with skill sets with whether that be sales or content or TikTok, I hear a funny story, side note. I posted 40 to 50 TikToks in a row that got two to 300 views, but I stayed consistent. I just had one. I just posted one like two days ago that like got 1.8 million. Blew the fuck up. Yeah. But if I would have gotten discouraged after those 30 to 40, 200 view TikToks, I never would have gotten that one that had 1.8 million. So the lesson is to not get discouraged. So let's talk today about the four reasons why prospects aren't purchasing. You guys ready? We ready? We good? Let's get it. Okay. Reason number one, write this down. They don't view you as an authority. They don't view you as an authority. Guys, in order for people to pay you money, like transfer money from their bank account to yours or pay an invoice, they need to view you as an expert specifically on the sales call. And this, this is like across the board, but I actually just want to talk about the call today, specifically on the sales call. That means that you must be able to lead them throughout the entire call. 
I think that a lot of online coaches get into calls, and this is especially true for those of you guys that get on calls with people that you know, as in friends or family. There's a lot of people that get on the call and they're afraid of asking questions to dig into pain points, or they're afraid of having hard conversations with prospects, or they're afraid of like actually just leading the call and being an authority because they almost don't view themselves as an authority. Exactly. So most people are so uncomfortable leading a sales call because they themselves don't view themselves in authority. Like online fitness coach, you guys have to be the ones directing the questions. You must be the one to dig into the pain points. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, like this is sales fundamental 101, like DM me sales if you wanna learn more about this. But like, if you're in the academy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you've gotta be digging into the pain points. You've gotta be digting into their visions. You've gotta help them get clear on what they want because a lot of prospects, when they come to the call, don't know what their goals are because they've never imagined themselves as 15 pounds lighter and, and in the best shape of their life. Like they don't know. And so as an authority, as an expert, you have to help them create that mental picture, help to have to help them create the image. Another thing is like, I think a lot of people, and this is especially, this is true with online coaches too. A lot of people will dilute themselves into like pretending it's not as bad as it is. Yep. Right. So a lot of people will like, they'll reach out. So the reason that somebody reaches out to you is because they want help. Right. And the reason they book a call is because they want help. But a lot of people will dilute themselves into thinking that they actually don't need a lot of help. They'll be like, Oh, like, you know, I'm 50 pounds overweight, but like, it's not that bad. Like, you know, like I just need to clean up my nutrition a little bit and they'll like dilute themselves. But then on the call, they'll be like, I'm not really happy with my weight, but like, it's fine. It's always been like this. And like, those are delusions. Like these are like, they literally convince themselves that like, this is the way that it is and it's never going to change. So as the authority on the call, you must be willing to ask the questions that might potentially bring up uncomfortable emotions. You guys understand what I'm saying? I also taking it from another level. I feel like on the call, you guys also need to be willing to dig into those delusions on like a deeper level. Like say I'm talking to Brian right now and Brian is 50 pounds overweight. He's really trying to change his life around. He's really, really trying to achieve his goals. Uh, but he's brushing it all off. Uh, it's all good. Like, I'll try to do it eventually. Like, yeah, I, I like McDonald's. I have it every single day because, like, it's just my favorite meal. Ha, ha, ha. Like, you got to learn when to not give in those delusions. Like, you should not be backing that bad fucking action. You shouldn't be backing those bad behaviors. You should be stepping up as the authority and taking control of the call. And, again, like, at the beginning, I said, if you had – lower than a 80% or at least a 50%, then yeah, you're bad at sales calls, but this is the bonus. You get to learn now. Like, don't be afraid to push a little bit more because if you fucking lose the sale, you're going to learn a fucking lesson here, but you got to be the authority. You have to. I have a question. How many of you guys have, I love that call. How many of you guys have ever been on a call with a prospect where they said, like they told you something there. So they're like, I'm 50 pounds overweight. And then they told you something that they do every single day that you know is wrong, but you didn't say anything about it. You're, or you're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like they're like, Oh, like I have a really hard time sticking my diet because I work so much. So it's impossible for me to me to meal prep. And you're like, I totally understand. And you agree with them, even though you know, that's not true because you're unwilling to have those conversations with the prospect being like, I totally get where you're coming from, but like, they're like, we can figure out a way to meal prep. And like, when we make time for the things that are important to us, like, like we will get successful. But so many of you guys just accept that like, you know, if your prospect has a legitimate reason for why they're not where you want to be and it's legitimate, but it's actually an excuse, you'll just like accept that instead of having that conversation being like, I totally get where you're coming from, but like, we need to change that if you want to lose the 50 pounds. Exactly. But a lot of you guys are so interested in being the prospect's friend rather than being their coach. And in being their friend, you lose the position of authority. 
So if you're always agreeing with the prospect and you're always trying to stay on their good side, like that's not somebody that they're going to trust with their money. Guys, write this down. People don't buy from friends. They buy from coaches. Yeah. People don't buy from friends. They buy from coaches. So in your sales calls, you must take the lead. You must be the one that is asking the questions. Guys, if, if this prospect starts asking you questions about your program and asking you how your system works, like, yo, like the person that asks the questions controls the conversation. Yeah. You have to be the one to ask the questions. You have to be the one that's like guiding the prospect throughout this process. Like this includes the start of the call when you're pre-framing them. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then like, just ask. This includes the start of the call and the pre-frame. This includes the middle of the call, digging into pain points. And this also includes the end of the call when asking for their investment. Curiosity. How many of you guys on sales calls, be honest, accept the prospect's first objection when they're like, oh, I'd love to start, but I'm going to have to start next week. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. sounds good. We can start next week. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to starting next week. Okay. Have a great day. Bye-bye. How many of you guys do that? Be honest. Just say me. I think a lot of people aren't going to want, a lot of people aren't going to want to admit it. It's okay if you don't want to admit it. You don't have to tell me, but I want to know. Well, time out. If you want to change your fucking conversion rate from a zero to maybe a three out of five, you probably should be telling us. I'm just going to You should be out. telling us, but you know, in your head, whether or not you want to tell us, you know, guys, at the end of the call, when the prospect has an objection, if you accept their first objection, then a hundred percent, that's the reason you're not closing three out of five calls. Yeah. Like you guys got to understand, like, if the prospect, like you got to remember this, if like you have to expect that they're going to have excuses coming into the call, because if they didn't have excuses, they'd already be fit, right? If they didn't have excuses, they'd already be fit. So of course, when you ask them to take action, they're going to have an excuse. You need to understand that you need to accept that. And you need to be willing to work through that objection with them, or they're going to stay stuck in the same place because you weren't willing to be the coach. Yep. Right. You guys feel me? People don't buy from friends, they buy from coaches. So you have to be willing to be their coach on the call. So number one is that they don't view you as an authority. You wanna take number two, bro? Yeah, 100% guys. And I just wanna like really cement that for a minute. When it comes down to that, like write that down, make sure that you're like internalizing it and understanding it. I usually tell a lot of our clients to go watch The Wolf of Wall Street if they wanna understand the asking questions thing. Because when you see Leo or fucking Jordan going through his sales calls and everything like that, you could tell like he barely does any talking. It's like a but little question, a blurb, a breakdown, and he gets the person talking like crazy. And yeah, obviously it's a movie, but those are real fucking sales tactics. Those are like real breakdowns. It shows you how to actually sell. So it's a great example that you guys should be checking out. Now, uh, do you want me to hit the fucking next point that you wanted to hit or should yours. I hit a point? Hit yours. Okay, this one's gonna be good. This is one that I'm seeing consistently, guys. Consistently, and I'm excited to talk about it. Number uh, two is your personality is all over the place so they can't relate to you. Everybody write that down. Your personality is all over the place so they can't relate to you. This is something, guys, that I see all the fucking time. All right, again, in the 10K Academy, we have 852 clients. So we're consistently seeing coaches grow and go through growing pains and coming into the academy and adjusting who they are and then seeing Brian, how he is, and me, how I am, and all these other coaches killing it. So they're trying to be different people. So I'm seeing coaches try to build their online businesses through social media, but their personalities are all over the fucking place. Mm. They have no clear identity for themselves. All right, so what happens is one post, they're acting like a hard ass. All right, the next one, they're being passive and kind of walked over. All right, next one, they're sounding incredibly knowledgeable. And the next one, it sounds like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they sound super unconfident in the way they are delivering their message.
All right, this is something that's huge. And I'm going to get to the sales calls in a minute here, but it's very, very important that you identify who the fuck you are as a coach. You need to figure out who you are. Why did you want to become a coach? Who do you want to be helping? Like, how do you want to deliver your message, et cetera? As you guys can tell for me and Brian, all right, we deliver a lot of the same message, but the way we speak, the way we go through things, the way we break things down are very different. I mean, right? unless we're I'm very gonna, passionate about the same I'm, thing, we just go in and start swearing like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, but even at the start of the call, right, where I'm like, uh, where we're talking about sales as learn, learnable skill, I'm like, like, you know, if you made zero to five sales calls, it doesn't mean you suck. And you're like, it does mean you suck. Like, we, it's the same message, but it's a different delivery. But we're both saying like sales is a learnable skill. So it's like, that goes to show you that like, we're this like, we both have the same knowledge, but we have different delivery. Exactly. So you need to identify who you are as a coach and you need to be clear with your personality. So it shines through in your content and your calls. All right. You guys have heard me preach it a million times in the past. All right. Especially for our client. If you're hearing me for the first time on Brian's podcast, and maybe it's a little bit different, you get a pass here, but you're about to hear it a million times more. You need to be 100% unapologetically yourself. All right. Be hope, be open with who the fuck you are and also vulnerable with how much knowledge you have. All right, guys, not only do you see me be incredibly straight up, all right, in everything that I do, I'm also very vulnerable in the fact that I'm 27 years old and I don't fucking know everything. So I don't try to act like I fucking do. I don't try to act like I'm above my station, which we're going to talk about in a minute here as well, or like I know more than I do. And the reason why I wanted to break that down is because it's especially important when it comes to sales calls, all right, because you got to realize, right? If they're seeing a per certain personality shine through in your content and then they get on the phone with you and you're a complete different individual, they're instantly going to get turned off. Their guards are going to go up and they're going to be like, who the fuck am I talking to right now? Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Yeah, you know what's funny? I want to jump in for a second. Yeah. I'm very committed to getting to a million followers on TikTok, by the way, like very committed. <laughs> so I, like in my commitment, uh, you know, what I was doing wasn't working as well. So I've been trying out different forms of content and I'm hiring a TikTok mentor. And so I was looking to a couple of different TikTok mentors and I found one personality online. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm like this, you know, this girl seems like she's got it together. So I reached out and turns out like on the phone, completely different person. And I was like, okay, like it was interesting. So like, I totally get that dude, because like what I saw online versus what I got on the call was completely different. And I was and like, it's, that is it throws okay. you off. It, it messes with your head a little bit because now you're getting a different aura, right? It's like, if you guys went to my content, you see again, like the tough love King or the wolf nickname. Um, and you see every one of my posts, how they are, all right, me shining through, but then you get on the phone and I'm like super passive and you're just like walking all over me and taking control of the conversation. It's going to be weird for you. Yep. All right. You've heard it before. All right. In order to get people to buy off you, what do you guys need to do? If you already know, start writing it down. All right. I'm curious, but in order to get people to buy off you, they need to know, like, and trust you. All right. You do that by putting out a certain type of content. All right. But if they grow to like, know, and trust a certain individual through their content, and then you get on the phone with them and they're not that individual, it's game over. Yep. You guys, we literally talk about that all the time. Value, proof, and connection. 
putting out that type of content gets the clients to know, like, and trust you. But if you're putting out connection content that doesn't vibe with your personality, or if you're putting out content that doesn't work with your message, it's going to throw people off right away. And I'm consistently seeing it every single fucking week. Again, guys, I've run these sales in our academy, 852 students. I'm seeing so many sales tactics and calls and DM breakdowns and messages, et cetera, on a daily basis. And this is something I see consistently. I see people acting like me. I see people acting like Brian, even though they're polar opposite personalities. Dude, you need to be you all the fucking time. The best part about this, bro, is that like, you don't have to be Brian to be successful. And you don't have to be cool because how many of you guys know who Don Lamb is? Yeah. If you don't know who Don Lamb is, Don Lamb is the current uh, record holder at PT Domination. He's making $100,000 a month as an online coach right now, yep. still currently to this day. And if you like, when you guys hear Don Lamb speak, he's very quiet and very humble, very quiet, very humble, very much crushing the fuck out of it. <laughs> very yep. different from me and Cole, right? Like just in terms of like, I've talked to him about this openly too. I'm like, it's crazy to me that like, he doesn't have like, crazy high energy he doesn't have like savage mentality he's just like very humble and very focused and very himself hundred thousand percent and like it's it's actually funny that you did say that because i can i do disagree with the savage mentality i actually hired don as my fitness coach guys to get back on my game and homie's a fucking savage but he's super quiet about it like, <laughs> super quiet about it where i'm like i'm like savage loud as fuck and he's savage quiet as hell which is perfect but you gotta let your personality shine through so write this down okay all right. I'm allowed to be 100% unapologetically myself, write it down, center it with you, put it in your morning routine. I don't give a fuck what you need to do, but affirm that to yourself on the daily, because a lot of you guys are not acting like yourselves. Why you're not making fucking sales. Yep. So for those of you guys that want to know who Don Lamb is and you want to verify that he's a real person, it's Don <laughs> Carter Fit on Instagram. Because I've had some people like, no fucking way. No way. Yeah, he's a real person and he's our client. Okay, dude, I love that. That's super cool. One thing I wanted to touch on with that as well is for those of you guys that, some of you guys, when you hear Cole say like, be unapologetically yourself, how many of you guys, when you hear that statement are like, yeah, that sounds easier than it is because I'm like not sure who I can be online. Like, I don't know what my personality is online. Like, I don't know, like I haven't found my voice online. And how many of you guys feel like that? Like, it's like hard for me to do that because I haven't found my voice online yet. How many of you guys feel like that? If you do feel like that, I just want you to know that like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. The only way to find your fucking voice online is to start posting content, yeah. real shit, real content. And if you don't know how to write real content, then get into the 10K Coaching Academy, open up any one of the post templates and start there and inject your story. Also, uh, if you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, Janelle Wheel did a live stream on telling your story in your content. You need to do more of that. On that, because I feel like a lot of people based off you saying that statement are confused. Like, well, yeah, I don't know how to find my voice. The way I did it, and I'll just, I'm going to say this and we'll, then we'll move on, is you need to start showing who you are online, like the person behind closed doors online. The reason why is like a lot of people, like, right, me, me and Brian will be talking shit in person. We'll be having a conversation and I'll say a lot of stuff, but the old, old, old me, the scared me, the unconfident me wouldn't share what I would say to Brian in person online. So whatever you're not sharing online, whatever voice you're not allowing to come forward when you're talking to your mom or your spouse or your friends or whatever, put that motherfucker in the limelight because that's the real you.
It's funny that you say that. I'm actually like a super fucking big goof off camera. Like, I like messing around. <laughs> like, I really do. Like, if you like, if you're close to me, if you like, a lot of you guys have met me in person as well at this yeah. point. And if you've met me in person, you know, like, I like to joke around and I like to goof, goof around. And I feel like that's why whenever I do those skits, like, they do really well. Because I'm like, that's actually like my personality. Like, yeah. yes, I'm very business focused and I'm very driven and I'm very passionate. But I used to only show that online. And then I wouldn't show the other stuff. Like I wouldn't show the protein guy. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't show that part, but like, that's like part of who I am. Like that's like, like that's, I do that kind of stuff offline. Like that's what makes me happy. That's a hundred percent. He's been telling dad jokes for the last five years before he even became a stepdad. It's fucking funny. As shit. Represent, <laughs> represent, all right, represent. Okay, guys, was that helpful? Was that useful? Okay, cool. So let's go on to number three, point number three. Why are people not purchasing off of you, sir or madam? Write this down. You aren't listening, so you don't have rapport. You aren't Jeez. listening, so you don't have rapport. I'm going to be straight. A lot of you guys are looking at your clients like ching, ching, dollar yeah. signs. A lot of you guys are looking at your clients like dollar signs. And as a result of looking at your clients like dollar signs, and as a result of not actually listening to your clients, and as a result of not actually paying attention to what they're saying in the DMs, on the call, all of it, you don't have rapport. And let's talk, again, like we can go, there's so many different layers to this. So many. I'm gonna talk specifically about sales calls because I know that that's why a lot of you guys are here. A common problem with online coaches on the call is that you guys are very interested in following a script. And I know that you guys are probably like, what do you mean, that's what I'm supposed to do. Of course it is, that's what I just told you to do. And following the script is very important, especially one that's been written to enroll fitness clients. But at the end of the day, even with a script, you have to remember that you're talking to a human. Yep. And humans need to be heard. So for those of you guys that are online coaches that are rolling through the script from question to question, not making any comments about the situation or reaffirming their situation, it's going to be really hard to make the sale because at some point they might tap into the fact like this mother trucker is using a script, aren't they? He's not even paying attention to me. Not even paying attention. He's not even like, I'm saying things to Cole, but like he hasn't acknowledged any one of them. And he just keeps asking me questions over and over again. And it's Yo, like, this is fucking huge, huge guys. And I just want to say something. I've legit heard people on calls, like a prospect tells them about how their grandma passed away the week before. And the fucking coach literally just moves on. And doesn't, no, doesn't address it, doesn't do nothing. Yes, yeah, bad. Don't do that. <laughs> bad, you bad, gotta, bad, like you bad, gotta bad. be fucking actively listening and pushing through this shit. Bad, bad. That's also don't do that in the DMs either. Bad, bad in the DMs. Those of you guys that are in the DMs with prospects and they like say something about their life or their situation, like there's a framework I use. You guys might want to write down. I've talked about it in the podcast before. Validate, relate, lean in. Thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate that. Like it must have been super hard to open up about that and then move on to the next question. Validate, relate, lean in means next question. Validate, relate, lean in. That's like a framework that I use for overcoming objections, for building rapport, for on sales calls, validate, relate, lean in. It's easy. Okay, so let's talk about listening. So if you're rolling through the script on a phone script from question to question, you're not gonna enroll prospects. Throughout the call, you want to engage your potential prospect by actively listening. And here are a couple strategies to help you guys actively listen. You guys ready? Number one, first, summarize and recap. Summarize and recap. So, you know, if I was having a conversation with Cole and I asked him what his main fitness goal is and Cole said, you know, my main fitness goal is that, uh, you know, I want to lose 20. Cole, what's your main fitness goal? The number one fitness goal right now. I want to lose fucking around 15 to 20 pounds for summer. That's the uh, Yeah. Okay, cool. I love that. Why is that important to you? Because I want to get back to my old physique when I was competing. Awesome, brother. So your main goal is to lose 20 pounds for summer so you can get back to your old physique. Is that right? Yep. 
Awesome. Next question. Summarize and recap. Super Ask easy, guys. Questions. Listen to what they say, and all you have to do is summarize and refer, like recap what they said back to them. That's it. Do you do this throughout the entire call? You don't need to, but do it throughout the call so it shows them that you're paying attention. Right? So maybe you've got a couple questions, like when you ask them about their goals, you refer them back to them. For me, I usually do this at the end of sections. And so if you're in the PT Domination Coaching Academy, you know that we've got pain, vision, right? So we've got those sections. I like to do it at the end of sections. So I'll ask them all about their vision. And at the end of the vision, I'll recap their goals. Ask them all about the pain. At the end of the pain, I'll recap. Just to show them that I'm actually paying attention. Does that make sense to you guys? Super fucking important. So first, one of the ways to actively listen is to summarize and recap. Second, this is actually my favorite because this is something that I'm like good with and it comes naturally to me. And for some of you guys that like to talk, this is going to come naturally to you too. So if you are a talker or a storyteller, then this is for you. A second way to build a feeling of rapport so prospects want to join your program is relate with stories of you. Relate with stories of you. So if the prospect says something on the phone that like reminds you of a personal story, or let's say they're talking about a struggle, like let's say Cole, he told me that he wanted to lose 20 pounds so that he could get back to his competition shape. A way that I'd be able to relate to them is like, dude, I totally get that. I actually used to be a fitness competitor too. Back in 2014, I did a couple of shows for the WBFF. What federation did you compete in? Uh, this uh, CPA and I was looking to do like uh, IFBB for a while, but I just got too, too out of the whack for a bit. Awesome, brother. Well, yeah, that's, that's super sick. We can, uh, we can definitely get you on track for that 20 pounds down. Okay, so, and then I'm on to the next question. So I relate. relate. It's a little like, I feel you. I've been there. I get your situation. I can help you. Let's move on. A couple months back, there was a prospect that I was talking to that like was dealing with some personal family stuff. And at the time I was also dealing with some personal family stuff. So I was just like, man, I totally appreciate that you shared that with me. I'm also dealing with the XYZ situation. Like I appreciate you for opening up. It just like, like I'm just doing that because number one, it makes the call a lot more natural and smooth and less salesy. And number two, it's just a really good way to have a genuine conversation. I was going to say as well, guys, when it comes to this, you got to realize that a sales call is a vulnerable place because you're having a stranger open up to you about things that they're probably insecure about. So by you relating in oh, some way, again? in any That's way, important. can you say that again? A sales call is a very vulnerable place because you're having a stranger open up about things that they're insecure about. Boom. Like, that's what it is. It's fucking, it's, this is why you need to be the authority because you got to know this stuff. Like a coach client relationship is a very personal fucking thing. Yep. So if you can find a point to relate to them and be vulnerable yourself, you're going to build trust. If I talk about my family and you say you're fucking dealing with family issues too, but I see you being successful and helping people, I'm more likely, more than likely going to want to work with you even more because you're still pushing through when I'm struggling. Yep. 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 You got to be vulnerable a little bit. Yep. 100%. So for those of you guys that are storytellers or those of you guys that, you know, like, like to talk, then that might be a good strategy for you to actively listen is to relate with personal stories of you. All right. So a third way to actively listen to your prospects and show them that you're paying attention. And this is actually a way that's really effective for, for sales calls because it helps you position yourself as more of an authority as well, which is number one is relate with the story of your client. Yep. So here, here's a little ninja trick, okay? So let's say that, let's say Mike, you know, you wanna get on a call with a prospect and you know his situation beforehand because he's already told you that he wants to lose 20 pounds, get in the best shape of his life, he's tried keto, it didn't work. If you know that already, then go into your current client roster and find a client that has a similar story as him so that 
when you're in this call and on this conversation with this client, at some point you can tell the story of your client who was in the exact same situation as him, what you did with that client and the amazing results that that client got. Now that's a way to show your prospect that you're actually paying attention. You have to do a little bit of research for this one, but this is a really effective way. Like I, um, for me personally on my calls, I did this a lot as an online fitness coach. I'd have, and I didn't necessarily do my research before each and every single call, but I had three to five active, like awesome clients that I would talk about frequently. You know, yeah. I had clients like that were getting amazing results in my program. And then as the prospect would talk about, you know, uh, trying out a bunch of different diets and none of them worked, I'd be like, man, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, you know, one of my best clients, his name's Sean. He's been with me for about a year now and he was in the exact same situation as you. He started my program, was doing all these different diets. None of them have worked. Me and him started doing flexible dieting, calculated macros. It's been about a year and he's lost 25 pounds and he can see his abs. So I want you to know that like, I understand, like I got you. I've dealt with a lot of clients that have been in your situation. hundred percent. It's so fucking important. That client one changes the fucking game. Because again, just like Brian says, guys, not only does it like helping them open up again, because you're sharing a vulnerable story, but it cements you as the fucking authority because you're already helping somebody that might be able to relate to them. And also guys, guess what? Like what is what social proof does what? Those of you guys that are in the academy, social proof does what? Social proof sells, homie. Yeah, it's so fucking true. And this is why we fucking preach it literally every single fucking day because value is great, connection's awesome, but social proof showing that you know what the fuck you're talking about is what actually sells people. So if you are in the call and you're talking about your clients that are getting results, that is social proof. Get it? Yep. In, in the minds of your prospects, they're gonna think like, oh, this dude knows what he's talking about because he is obviously like helping that other person. So that's awesome. All right, cool. You want to hit number four? 100%. And this is the fun one. This is the uh, uh, little bit of tough love is going to come out here for you guys. So number four, everybody write this down. Thinking you're above your station. Ooh. All right. I'm going to explain this in a second. And we're going to keep this one short and sweet because I don't want to like fucking hammer this too far down here. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet. But a prospect is not going to fucking buy off you guys if you sound like an arrogant fucking dick on the phone with no compassion for anybody. All right, I want you to let that sink in for a minute. You see a lot of coaches out there think that they are above their station just because they've been in this game for a long fucking time. They think their word is law and there's no other way to go about achieving your goals and they don't give a shit what you're going through. All right, this is something I see a lot. You guys aren't willing, all right, to listen to some of these problems or think that there's another outlook on what these people are going through. And it might throw you off a little bit because you guys see my personality. All right, I'm loud. All right, I come off aggressive. All right, I'm very in your face with not only my marketing, but my coaching style, et cetera. However, I know when to show compassion. And that's why when I was a fitness coach and I would get on calls by the end of it, obviously at the beginning, like I told you guys, I was fucking ass. I was not good. <laughs> I was not good at calls. But at the end, I was selling over 80% of the calls I got on, if not literally just smashing it. 100% on calls for weeks on end, and then it would drop down to 80%. It was because regardless of how loud my personality is, regardless of how in your face I am, I also know when to fucking show compassion and empathy for people, all right? I know that I don't fucking know everything. I know that I'm not deserved anything from people. Like I just show compassion and I try to do my fucking best because I'm very passionate about helping people with their fucking fitness goals. But I'm seeing a lot of coaches out there. And again, it kind of relates to multiple different things um, when it comes to content creation and not putting out content being consistent because you think you deserve something for having online fitness coach in your bio. And it shines through on your calls because then when you finally get on a sales call, again, you're doing everything above wrong. All right, you're not letting your personality shine through. You're acting like somebody else. All right, you're not fucking listening, so you're not building your rapport. And they don't see you as an authority because you're just coming off like a dick. You need to be fucking compassionate because compassion is key. Compassion is everything. 
literally everything because these people are struggling and going through something hard. So yes, I talk about fuck excuses and fuck justifications and I come off very strong, but compassion is fucking everything here. You got to be able to level with people. You got to be able to match where people are on the phone. You got to be able to walk them through their problems and realize that a phone call again is a very vulnerable thing, a very vulnerable thing. People are opening up to you about their insecurities. So you got to be willing to listen. Boom. And that's it. Online fitness coaches. That brings us to the end of today's episode. We've got four reasons why prospects don't purchase. Number one, they don't view you as an authority. Number two, your personality is all over the place. You're not consistent with your voice. Number three, you aren't listening, so you don't have rapport. And number four, you think you're above your station. Out of curiosity, which one of those do you feel like you need to work on the most? Right? And if everything that we do is a learnable skill set, and everything that we do, including sales, is one of those things that we can work on, then my invitation for you, online fitness coach, is to take one of these things and work on these. Like, take one of these concepts and focus on that. So maybe you need to work on your voice on social media more. Maybe you need to work on being an authority on the phone more and being willing to, like, ask the hard questions and being willing to overcome the objection. So if you, you know, if you accept their first objection, maybe the next time you get on the call, you work past that first one and you try to push through that second or third. Like, you actually, like, work at it. If you're not actively listening, maybe you try storytelling on the phone about something that you're going through, or maybe you try repeating back what the prospect is saying, right? And if you think you're above your station, maybe it's time to come back down to earth and give a little bit more compassion. Is that good? Exactly. Gucci? 100%. Cole, where do they find you, bro? On IG or TikTok at Cole Lewis De Silva or the Wake Up With The Wolf podcast, man. Guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace, love, protein. Have the best day of your entire life. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.